Hi guys, it's Mama Lucy, it's me again. <laughs> I hope you guys had a productive week. As for me, I did. My week was, was great. I had maybe one or two challenges, but that's okay. Nothing that I can't handle. Um, for anyone just tuning in or maybe haven't had time to listen to uh, my other segments or my other episodes, I decided to do a podcast regarding domestic violence. Domestic violence to me, is a silent killer. Domestic violence to me is sort of like, I'm not saying it is, I'm just I'm just putting this out here like cancer. If we can detect it early, we can save lives. If we don't, it will spread. It will spread and affect us all. And so I wanted to put out here some truths, some myths, um, why victims stay, Contrary to popular opinion, men are victims of domestic violence as well. I just wanted to throw that out there. I also wanted to let you guys know that every eight seconds a woman is beaten in the United States with domestic violence. I wanted to let you know that domestic violence is no respect of person. Domestic violence don't care if you live in a, a mansion in Beverly Hills. Domestic violence don't care if you live in Robert Taylor projects, Cabrini Green projects. Domestic violence don't care. Domestic DV don't care if you have a platinum credit card. DV don't care if you have an EBT card. So DV is no respect for person. It can happen. And maybe you you the kind of person that it ain't going to happen to me. Because I don't play that nobody hitting on me and nobody talking to me any kind of way. I just don't do the abuse. Well, kudos to you. I am happy. I am happy for you. We need more people like you. But for the people who are not that strong, for the people whose self-esteem has been shot, for the people who who are are going through something, you know, we need to I need to be a voice for them. You need to be a voice for them. We And the reason, I'm going to tell you the reason victims stay is because we live in a society that judge you. We have a lot of judgmental people in the world. People don't know that a victim of DV can have some mental challenges. My experience with DV, I was sexually abused when I was seven years old by a family member. I'm not going to say that family member's name because... Some of my family don't know about it, and I don't want to shock anybody, but he passed away at a very young age. He was a notorious alcoholic. You see, he planted a seed in me, a negative seed. He stole my innocence. One of his ugly truths was he was a pedophile. So he sexually abused me, so I never told anyone. I grew up with that, and I lived a promiscuous lifestyle. I thought I wasn't worthy of love. And I just want to tell any victim out there, the number one thing I want to tell you, any victim of domestic violence, and today's segment is just about encouraging, encouraging yourself when you don't have anybody to encourage you. Encourage yourself. Lift yourself up. Love yourself. Do good for yourself. Buy yourself something. Treat yourself to the movies. Treat yourself to a facial, a manicure, pedicure, a new blouse. It don't matter. Love on you. Love on you. And I know it's hard. Trust me, I know it's hard. It's hard when you are in a DV situation. 
because you're you're dealing with do domestic violence, you're dealing with kids if you have any, you're dealing with your family and your friends. If he or she has allowed you to even go around them, that that person that's abusing you may have isolated you. But I just want to say to you, to any victim, it is not your fault. I say that again. It is not your fault. And I'm going to say it one more time. It is not your fault. It is not your fault. Don't listen to what anybody say. Because people are going to say whatever they want until they have walked in your shoes. And when people say, you don't have a right to judge me until you walk them out of my shoes. And some people think that's a cliche, but it's not. It's the honest to God truth. Because... I was a victim of domestic of DV for 14 years, 14 years. And I'm going to tell you two reasons why I stayed. And, and this sounds crazy. I stayed out of fear and I stayed because I love them. And I know the two, it just sound, it sound crazy. I know, I know, trust me. I know as I look back over my life and each and every time he abused me or each and every time something happened between he and I, I just shake my head at myself. I was a gullible, young, young, gullible, naive, and dumb teenager. I was. But any victim out there, learn how to love on yourself. You are worthy. You are worthy of unconditional love. You are worthy of respect. You are worthy to be loved, to be held, to be hold, whatever you want to call it. You deserve better. You don't deserve for anybody to beat you and spit on you and call you names. That's not why God put you here. You are not a doormat. You are somebody's sister, mother, aunt, cousin, friend, brother, uncle, homeboy, homegirl, BFF, daughter, father, Whatever you want to call it, you are somebody and that somebody loves you. And what I want you to do is look in the mirror and smile at yourself because you are beautiful. And I know you may be going through this is probably this message is for somebody who's going through. You are going through it. I know that. I know what it was like when I went through. I felt ugly, self-esteem. People said I had a cute smile. I didn't think so. I thought about the person that abused me. He said I had a puppet mouth. That's all I saw was a puppet mouth. And I finally got able to see a puppet mouth. A puppet don't open a mouth until somebody, somebody has to control that mouth. And the mouth got these two long lines on the side. You know, so he was making fun of me. And it wasn't funny. And so there were days when I look in the mirror and I have to encourage myself. Still to this day, I left him in 1996. It's 2020. And I have to encourage myself still to this day because in my other segments, I tell you that I still suffer the effects of the DV that he bestowed upon me. This domestic violence will take all of your insides out of you. And what I mean by insides, I mean your heart, your emotions. Your self-esteem, your love, it'll take, it'll strip you of the person that you think you are. It'll strip you. It'll destroy you. And if a man or a woman hits you one time, they will hit you again unless they go get some help. If they go get some help and it never happens again, 
Maybe, but I don't know of a situation like that. I don't know. There is nobody that told me he used to hit me or he used to do this. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I mean, a person could hit you. They say they hit you one time and then they can get some help for it. But I believe in my heart if they hit you once, they'll hit you again. And listen to me, grabbing you, that's domestic violence. Calling you names is domestic violence. When you tell him you or her you don't want to have sex and they do it anyway, that's abuse. I hear a lot of women say he don't he don't hit me, he just called me names. Well, abuse is abuse no matter how you try to put a cherry on top of it. It's abuse. It's emotional abuse, it's verbal abuse, it's it's physical abuse, and it is sexual abuse. Verbal, emotional, mental, physical, and sexual. And, it, and verbal abuse can be the worst of them all. You constantly got to hear somebody tell you you a dumb, stupid, B-I-T-C-H. You ain't going to never amount to nothing. No man is going to love you like I love you. Ain't no woman going to take you like, going to take you with all your kids. Ain't no woman going to want you like I want you. They tell you all this stuff and you believe and breathe everything they tell you, which is a lie. Which is a lie. Don't believe them. Don't believe anything they tell you. But I know it's hard to be in that situation because I was there. There was not a day that went by that I didn't want to die. Can you imagine a person so unhappy? I said this in my leg segment. You don't know if you, you don't care if you don't make it through another minute or another second, another hour, another day. You don't care. You don't care. That is a very unhappy person right there. And so I say this to, do, to you, even though you're going through, look in the mirror and find one reason to smile. If you got kids by this person, that's a reason to smile because your children, not that person. If you get up the next day and you have a job, that's a reason to smile. If you wake up, that's a reason to smile. If you got somebody just genuinely saying they love you, that's a reason to smile. It's going to take time to get out of a DV situation. It's nothing to be rushed because trying to leave them can be a very dangerous time for you. There was a lady on YouTube. I looked at her story. This man burned her in her face with acid. She had no eyes. Her eyelids were completely closed. That's physical abuse, man. That's that's. I, I can't even imagine that. And do you know she still was smiling and talking and wanting to tell her testimony, her story to other women? If that don't make you say, hey, let me at least try to get a plan of leaving with domestic violence. In my last segment, I talked to you about this. If you're planning on leaving, listen to me. Listen to me. Domestic violence is real. It's not funny. It's not a joke. It's real. Women and men are out there dying and children get hurt because of DV. Here's the thing. Get a bag. Get you a duffel bag. Get that duffel bag. That duffel bag should have birth certificates, social security cards, and your IDs in there. And it should have some money. If you can, if he's totally, if he is totally or she is totally financially supporting you, then Ask a close, 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 close friend, somebody you really trust for money. Ask them for money and start saving up that money and put that money in that duffel bag. 
and put a phone in there and put a phone in there. And so you got to plan out your escape and put one outfit in there for you. Or if you got kids, one apiece. You don't need to grab a Chanel bag, a Gucci purse. You won't got time to do any of that. Your life and your children's life, if you have them, is on the line. You need to get out of Dodge. Get out of there. Get out of Dodge. That's how they say it. Get out of Dodge. You need to get out of there. Do not, do not try and carry anything more than that. And the reason I say that, those are very important papers for when you want to start your life over. And if he or she go to work, you wait because sometimes people can leave out for work and turn around and come right back because they forgot something. So you wait. If that person got to be at work at eight o'clock, you don't leave until 11. If that person got to be at work at nine, you don't leave to 12 uh, noon. And baby, listen to me. Listen to me. When you leave, you run and you run and you run and you get out of there. Go to another state if you have to. Because if you stay in the same city, somebody is bound to see you that's going to tell him. Because contrary to popular opinion, we do live in a small world. That's just not a cliche. That's the truth. You go to another state where don't nobody know you. But listen to me. You make sure you keep that phone and you keep in contact with one person that you truly, 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 truly trust. Because if you tell one too many people, the word going to get out, oh, she over here or she over there. And that's not what you want to happen. And let me tell you something. You're going to cry when you finally leave and get into a shelter and get some help. You're going to cry. You're going to scream. You're going to be angry. You're going to be bitter. You're going to be mad. Do it. Do it. Scream. Hit the wall. Do whatever you need to do. But just don't stay there too long. Get up, put your, put, 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 get up, wipe your face, wash your face, whatever you want to call it and start. And the, the best thing about life, excuse me, I'm, I'm studying a little bit. Here's the thing. You can always start over. You can always start over. Start with you some counseling, individual and family. If you have children, if you want to, you can get a parenting class. You can get a customer service certificate. Whatever you good at, have the people to get your resume. But here's the thing. Therapy is the most important thing. And, you know, I, I don't like to say this, but I am going to say it. Black people, you say, whatever happened in this house, stay in this house. No, 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 no. Now, that's a cliche. That's why we have a lot of adults that have mental challenges because something happened as a child and the parents or the guardian didn't deal with it then. And, and they wonder why the child became became an adult that's acting out. So here, here's the thing. Like I said, cry, laugh, get mad, angry, whatever you have to do. But make sure you hug them babies. If you got kids every night, tell them how much you love them. If they ask questions about mommy, why are we doing this? Tell them age appropriate. Don't just say we running from your father. Don't do that. Don't do that. Tell them age appropriate when they're ready for it. And if you need somebody there with you to help you tell them, get somebody. Get somebody. Get all the help you need. Take advantage of the support system because I didn't have one early on. So take advantage of it. But as the days go by, when they say time do heals, eventually it do. Eventually you're able to move on or move forward with your life. Because you have a reason to live. You look in your kids' eyes. And if you don't have any babies, you look in the mirror at yourself. You think about your parents or your auntie or your uncle. 
You think about that, what you want to do out of life, and that gives you a reason to, li to live. So you look in the mirror every day and you speak positivity into your mind because you have to reprogram your mind from all the negative vomit that that person spewed at you. So you got to reprogram your own self. It's very important to get a support system. It's very important. Talk to a close friend, somebody you trust. Please, I am begging you to do this. And I know for me, even though he abused me like that, there were one time, and I have to say to you, there was one time when I thought about going back to him. After all the abuse he bestowed on me, after spitting in my face, pulling a gun on me, stomping me while I was seven months pregnant with my daughter. After all of that, there was one moment when I wanted to go back to him. There was one moment when I wanted to go back. And that moment was when I had finally got my apartment away from him. I finally got my apartment. And I cooked my kids Christmas dinner. And that Christmas dinner was horrible. Those kids didn't eat it. You know why? I didn't put any effort into it. I didn't put any love. I didn't take my time. I didn't do anything. I just cooked it. Because you know why? He always did all the cooking for the holidays and everything. I just baked the cakes. I was a baker. And I said this. I put my big girl panties on that next holiday. I'm, a, I'm a, No, I'm not going to allow him to have any more power over me. He had power over me for 14 years. Why should I give him any more? I'm not with him. I'm not dumb and stupid. I had to tell myself this. I'm not dumb and stupid. I'm not with him. I can do this. Guess what? I put on my big girl panties, went in there, and cooked that Christmas dinner, baby. And believe you me, my kids going to testify to it. They ate all of it. Yes. But right before that moment, I wanted to go back to him. But no, no, no. Because had I gone back to him, guess what? I wouldn't be here today sharing my testimony, my story, whatever you want to call it with you all. They say when you want to tell, they say when you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. God plan one for me to go back. But let me tell you something about this. People always say, well, God this or God that or how come God didn't know? Let me tell you something. God has a plan for each and every one of our lives. We just a small grain of sand in God's big old plan. God had been talking to me a long time ago and I wasn't listening. And sometimes, just like your parents, your parents will tell you a certain thing and you will go do the opposite. And guess what? Consequences happen when you do that, when you are disobedient. That's with God and that's with any parent. Your parents say you can't hang on the corner. You want to know why. They don't explain it to you because they, they the parent. My mama used to do that because I'm the mother and I said so. You know, I didn't see the red flags with this man. I was too young to have a boyfriend, but guess what I did? My mother did everything in her power. And I know I have not really talked about my mom and these sex, but my mother did everything in her power to get me away from this man. She did everything in her power. She put me on punishment. She whooped me. She verbally abused me. She did everything she could to get me away. And guess what my mama said? My mama said to me, you know what, Louise? Louise is my middle name. She said, I'm washing my hands of you. And when my mother said that, baby, listen, my entire life went down the drain because I didn't listen. Here's the thing with the good Lord. We are all on the same journey, but different paths. When I was growing up, when I was younger, younger, growing up, I was on the right path. But guess what? 
I got off the path that God gave me. I got off of it. And look what happened. I suffered the consequences. And that's what you have to do when you don't listen. And I'm going to get deep into that. I'm going to get deeper into it. Well, how, how you know you was only a baby, a child yourself. Yeah, I know. I know. I know that. I'm going I'm I'm to get into that. But right now, I just wanted to tell the victims out there just to be encouraged. And I know it's hard when you are a victim of anything. I know it's hard. But I'm going to keep these podcasts going because I have some listeners. I have some audience members. I'm going to keep this going again. My name is Mama Lucy. I want you all to have a blessed day on purpose. Until my next episode, thank you all again for listening. Bye-bye.